Hey everybody, welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show. Stanley talking here. Would you like to hear what a false prophet sounds like? A genuine false prophet. Somebody who uses God to target and attack the weak-minded and innocent Americans. Some might call me a false prophet because I curse on this show. What you see is what you get. Here I am. Nothing to hide here and I fucking use whatever kind of language I want. But the message is genuine. The message is good. How I deliver it is what you can't fucking stand. And that's what you've got to get over, folks. People ignore truth and won't even fucking hear it. Because the way you deliver it is their excuse to not hear it. They won't hear it. That way they can continue on their short-sighted path. Yeah, a bigotry and hatefulness and cynicism and mean and outright wickedness. Deliberate choice of cynicism and hatefulness delivered by false prophets who yeah, feed off of them. This is what I do know. All that the Biden administration is doing, everything that they're seeking to accomplish, it is all designed to weaken America. Yes. I mean, they're, they're, either, they're either the most ignorant people that's ever been in power or they have a agenda, an agenda to bring America down. And that's why they hate Donald Trump. Right. Make America great again. Vilify honorable people to defend your fucking devil. Your false idol. Is that what you're doing? Make America great again as though there's something wrong with America. As though there's something wrong with God's country because we're including everybody. Ooh, the hardline wicked don't like that. Listen carefully. They want to they want to destroy that. And so so they hate him and hate the movement associated with him because you can't you can't have a one world government. More bullshit scare tactics. Ain't no fucking one world government shit going on. It's a crack of shit. These greedy motherfuckers over here in America would never allow such a thing. Are you fucking crazy? Yeah, China, Saudi Arabia, are you fucking stupid? Yes, you're stupid. You can't have a one-world government and an antichrist arise and all that as long as there is a strong America. America is stronger than it's ever been. We have a black woman vice president, dickhead. And so I personally believe that everything that they're doing is designed to sabotage our success. Yes. By including everybody? Did you hear yourself? You can't have a one-world government and an antichrist arise and all that as long as there is a strong America. And so I personally believe that everything that they're doing is designed to sabotage our success. Gives a damn what you believe. Your beliefs don't count, prophet. And so I personally believe that everything that they're doing is designed to sabotage our success. Now, you said you personally believe that, but then you throw God right up front. You piece of shit. I promise you, there is a curse on our nation. Here comes the scare tactic using God. Henderson Ministries, Waco, Texas. Not because the secular world speaks against President Trump, but because the Christian world does. There's the hook. You're not Christian if you don't subserviently get behind that fucking rapist. Because we are violating the laws of God. And we are violating the ways of God. By rising up and speaking evil against President Trump. Because he's your false idol, false prophet. He should never be reviled. He should never be spoken evil of. He should never be criticized. Passion of the Trump. 
Take one. Roll sound. Action. I pray that all the negativity that has been spoken against President Trump that it would not be held to our account and that the Lord would be merciful to large portions of the church the did you get this job, that dude? thinks that we have a right to our opinion. I'd like to express it mixed in with the words of God to manipulate your ass so they can stay donkey fucking rich off the backs of the weak minded. This kind of shit really pisses me off. Anyway, um, you can check out some of this false prophet message from Robert Henderson Ministries. Waco, Texas are going to be up in Colorado Springs this weekend. That's right, January 11th through the 13th, that's this weekend. You'll find them at Hyatt Place, Garden of the God Roads, Baymount by Wyndham, and they're also going to be at the Ballroom at La Quinta Inn and the Colorado Springs Market, all taking place this weekend. Now, you can go listen to this bullshit for absolutely free. You can even live stream Henderson, Robert Henderson Ministries out of Waco, Texas for absolutely nothing. $29 early admission. You can go for free, but you'll have to wait outside. But $29 will get you early seating to the Robert Henderson Ministries out of Waco in Colorado Springs this weekend. Which brings us to the Colorado Springs weekend weather outlook. Friday, 26 degrees. The wind chill factor right around 10. You cold yet? 18 degrees on Saturday. Wind chill factor closer to zero. $29 early admission. Hey! On God's day, it's going to be seven degrees outside. Wind chill factor well below zero. Sounds worth it to me. Don't forget to bundle up if you need the word of God and you got to get it for free. You'll stand in the parking lot for a couple hours first. Twenty-nine dollar early admission. Your options are this. Shit, it's cold. Steal money from a relative's purse and get that. Uh, Twenty-nine dollar early admission. Or you can freeze your ass off in the fucking parking lot. False prophets are um, cowards, absolute cowards, like the very people they lead. And believe you me, the flock is full. It's a huge flock of gutless fucking wimps who can't even face simple truth about our past, who constantly live in denial. Well, a lot of good people in the plantations would say, hey, it's wintertime. Let us help build a church for you, dear folks. Translation, Massa came out there and said, hey, y'all set your black asses down. You ain't doing nothing today. I'm going to carry the fucking load and build you a church. You know why? Because you're telling the story. You need help. You don't know what God is. I'm going to show you what God is. Matter of fact, I'm going to force you to know what God is. And you'll worship him the way we say. No, no, fuck your God. Your God don't count. Your way of worship don't count. My humble way is the way to go, fuckers. And they loved him and taught him how to read so they can read the Bible. And here's what the blacks did about 150 years ago. They humbled themselves. You have to be the most vile form of wickedness. Arrogant to the core to make such a fucking idiotic statement. Fat ass. Caucasian false prophet had the gall to set up there behind the pulpit with a Bible in hand and spew that shit as though it were gospel. They prayed. They sought God's face and they turned from their wicked ways. You turned them from their wicked ways. You did that, sir. Thank you, sir. 
when you murdered their families and took them away from their homes never to be seen again, killed their kids and their fathers and their mothers and shackled them in chains. Most of them died during the journey. You were so Christian. Does Satan know you're plagiarizing him? 150 years ago, or 200 years ago, when the blacks were slaves, did they ever go to Washington, D.C. and have a rally 200 years ago to protest against slavery? Did they? No. Because your self-titled Christian Laws Down South clearly stated he had no rights, including those to travel or express himself, but eventually, well, false prophet, considering that a slave would first have to break away from his own chains and sneak away from the plantation he's being held hostage captive on, lucked out and wagon jack some stupid shit sharecropper, packed up enough provisions hid during the day and traveled only at night. Shit, yeah, he could probably make it to Washington, D.C. It'd be a small fucking protest, but... God made slavery illegal through a several white presidents, right? It worked, didn't it? They didn't protest. No, the blacks did not protest. You hateful unchristian, anti-American motherfuckers are the ones who protested and murdered and threw a fucking tantrum and started a war in this free country and tried to turn it into something that it isn't. You've always been the problem, you small-minded fucking donkeys. It skips about every four or five generations and the retards resurface and you've got to bitch slap them back down again. They don't understand this is America where everybody is free. Stop trying to use God to snuff out other people's rights, dipshit. Instead of masking your shame, own it. I think the other side of it is true with our nation's history. We miss, we understand the curse that was slavery, mm-hmm. white people do, and we say that was bad, but we miss the blessing of slavery that it actually built up the framework for the world. The murder and terror did that? Stop trying to justify it and stop calling it a blessing, false prophet. Slaves built stuff and they didn't get paid for it. Their families were enslaved. Stop using God's word to try to white out your shame. It's blasphemous and your weakness is on display. While we're on it. I got a message for hardline African-Americans. That'd be black people who call me a white boy. Fuck you. Many times I put my neck out sticking up for your fucking dumb ass. Don't you ever try to lock me in a category. I'll knock your fucking black mouth right the fuck off your stupid face. Quit feeling sorry for yourself. Stop using your race and your color as a fucking excuse. The fuck you don't. You use mine as an excuse, motherfucker, and you don't even know who the fuck you're talking to. That's the stupid game bigots play on both sides. I mean, when you use it in the context of trying to categorize me into some... You're a weak-minded motherfucker if you think like that. You're just as stupid as the people you claim to hate, so you just go fuck yourself. That's coming from a second-generation Irish Scotsman Shawnee Indian, fucker. I'll field dress your ass and scalp that fro off. You just saddle your bullshit. I know fucking crayon.
Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man Show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios. Now, time for your host, Stand the Joke Man. You're the last clapper, sir. Shut the fuck up, please. All right. Hey. Superfly Wednesday, and mighty happy to be here with you. Should be of no surprise to anybody. Matter of fact, I, I when I found out Lloyd Austin went in for surgery, a pre-planned scheduled surgery, made sure his position was covered. You know, actually, he's in charge of that fucking department, so he's got to make sure his position is covered. He did everything correctly. The only thing he forgot to do was called the big boss and let him know he was having surgery and having to take the day off. Yeah, yeah, that's it happens every day in businesses all across America. The position's covered, but the owner of the company will call one of the well, where's the manager, blah, blah, blah. He was having that surgery today. Well, nobody called me. Well, yeah, it pisses the owner off. The owner really needs to be in on the know. And the big boss, that would be the president, he needs to be on the know of everything at all fucking times. He should never assume that Lloyd Austin is there and healthy and it's him, not not a fucking substitute. So, in an extremely generous wave, I, I'll give the zealots that. There needs to be a reprimand, there needs to be this or that. The important thing is to remember is that nobody was ever in danger, Okay. It's not the end of the fucking world. The position was covered. Nothing was in jeopardy ever. But here they go. The fucking drama queen whiny bitches on the right who have absolutely nothing going right for them. Nothing. They're fucking furors going to prison. They're not going to be able to sew little tees on the shirts of transgender babies anymore. They're not going to be allowed to skirt the law themselves while holding everyone else accountable. (laughs) Fucking morons. Sure as fuck. Not going to be allowed to take something as minor as an infraction and not calling the boss to let him know that you got your assistant manager filling in that day because you're having surgery. That's not the biggest fucking offense in the world, and it's certainly not impeachable. But like I say, the, the blowhard whiny bitches on the right, yeah, They are now calling for the impeachment of Lloyd Austin, too. (laughs) That's right, Lloyd Austin. You're going to get impeached. Matter of fact, it's all a disaster, and it's a far bigger problem than what it is. Matter of fact, they'll probably have four or five fucking investigative committees. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? I guarantee you their next fucking step, they're going to have another, they're going to have a fucking special committee, a Republican committee to investigate why Lloyd Austin did not call and notify the president. I don't care how long you got to stay on it, kid. You keep digging. I got to take shit. It's just in there somewhere. I'll get it, but I got to poop.
fuck are you doing? Splashed on the pipe. Making a drink. We don't have why Lloyd Austin called in sick yet. Maybe there is no logical answer. Get your ass back to work. You hide the ants, aren't you? Who are you working for? I'm not a man. I work for you. I'm a good guy. Stop it! Please, I've never seen my ass this red. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! Yes, I got it. Got what? I got it. Crabs. Right here. No shit. What? He forgot. I will be damned. That black dude's a human being after all. How about it? Do we have to have a fucking impeachment over that shit? Set up good old Hunter Biden, private citizen being targeted by the candy ass Republican Party. Hunter Biden is back, and he did it for one fucking reason, and one fucking reason only today when he strolled up on the Capitol. I appreciate the gentle ladies, the gentle lady from South Carolina who voted to, to hold people in contempt. Listen, I'll, I'll make this bipartisan. I'll vote for the Hunter contempt today. You can get my vote. You can get my vote, but I want you to show the American people that you're serious. Here is the subpoena to Representative Scott Perry, who did not comply. I'd like to enter this into the record. Here is the subpoena to Mark Meadows. I'd like to enter this into the record, who did not comply. Here is the subpoena to Jim Jordan, who did not comply with a lawful subpoena. I'd like to enter that into the record. Here is the subpoena to Mo Brooks, who did not comply, I'd like to enter that into the record. Here is the subpoena to Mr. Biggs, who did not comply, I'd like to enter that into the record. And here's the subpoena to Mr. McCarthy, who did not comply, I'd like to enter that into the record. Hunter sat right there on the front row, smirking at those stupid, weak, two-faced bastards that have yet to back up a single solitary fucking thing. These unserving, self-serving, pussy, hybrid, self-titled Republicans. Do you have evidence to impeach the president of the United States? Before you said, I hope so. Today you said, I think so. It happened multiple times. The chairman said the witness can choose whether to come to a deposition or to a public hearing in front of the committee. The witness accepted the chairman's invitation. It just so happens the witness is here. If the committee wants to hear from the witness and the chairman gave the witness that option then the only folks that are afraid to hear from the witness with the american people watching are my friends on the other side of the aisle i don't know if there's a proper motion mr chairman but i'll make a motion let's vote let's take a vote who wants to hear from hunter right now today anyone come on who wants to hear from hunter 
Hunter's here. Yeah. Noah. Come on, big Tigers. So, I'm a visual learner. And the visual is clear. Nobody over there wants to hear from the witness. Oh, there's one. Thank you. Will you yield for a question? I'm not there yet, but I will eventually. Crazy bitch. Uh, so there's no one, well, other than one or two, that want to hear from the witness. So the majority of my colleagues over there, including the chairman, don't want to hear from the witness with the American people watching. So, Mr. Chairman, are, I, I just want to hear from you. Will you acknowledge that you invited the witness on television to choose whether he could come to a public hearing? And do you stand by your words or do you renege that invitation to the witness? To answer the question, I've said repeatedly, the, after the deposition, Mr. Biden can come in front of a public hearing. Mr. Chairman, I don't want to play the video, but that is not what you said on television multiple times. That's right, you little two-faced fucker Jim Comer. You're a double talker at both sides of your mouth, depending on who's around, chicken shit. Uh, we have the quotes. We can put them up. You said the witness can choose between a deposition. Listen, or Mr. Moskowitz, Mr. Biden doesn't make the rules. We make the no, rules. That, no, Mr. Chairman, you make the rules. And the rule you made is that he can choose. I, that, those, the rule is... Those were your, those were your words. Reclaiming we, my he time. was issued two lawful subpoenas. Re reclaiming my time, Mr. Chairman. No, you issued those subpoenas after he took you up on your invitation to come. And then you were like, oh, no, no. Oh, my God. What did, we, what did I do? I invited him to come so the American people can hear his side of the story. I put my foot in my mouth. So now I must bury him in the basement where we can decide what we're going to release to the public so that we can continue to tell that story. Mr. Chairman, you have said multiple times that this is not about Hunter. It's about Joe Biden. Hey, James Comer, you frosted mini-wheat. How did it feel to get your fat ass spanked on worldwide television today because you look like a total bitch? <laughs> you all did. It was bad. Oh, the icing on the cake was when the whole time Hunter Biden is sitting front row for all of this. Yeah, because he, he doesn't have anything to be afraid of. They're just trying to turn shit into shit it isn't. And so anyway, long story short, the icing on the cake for me when... Hunter Biden walked up on the Capitol today fearlessly is when they brought out their ace. <laughs> Unfortunately, their ace has no credibility, so she's a joker. Time's expired. Chair, recognize Ms. Green from Georgia for five minutes. Thank you. Excuse me, Hunter. Apparently, you're afraid of my words. Oh, you. Oh. I'd like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. What's the matter, Margie? Wow, that's too bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it's clear and obvious for everyone watching this hearing today that Hunter Biden is terrified of strong conservative Republican women because he can't even face my words as I was about to speak to him. What a coward. And no, Margie, you're not strong. On the contrary, you're a weak, subservient, broodmare bitch who's doing what the boys club tells you. That's what you remind me of. One of them typical, stupid, blonde bitches out at every fucking bonfire, drunk on cheap-ass booze, getting laid by everybody. Yeah, that's the caliber of your character, you goofy bitch, if you didn't know. Thank you very much for being an American, because the truth is, without that vile bitch... Yeah, you'd lose appreciation for what you have. That's the truth. 
goofy people like that. That's how close you've come to putting them in charge. And when people like that get in charge, yeah, the gun violence is going to escalate anymore. Have you looked at the gun violence, how high it is? In the red states, most violent in the country, where everybody's allowed to have guns. Kids aren't safe in schools. Infrastructure's shit. Quality of life is shit. Wages are shit. You've heard the term, happy as a pig in shit. Yeah. It's tough to get them out of it once they're in it. But anyway, that's why they won't hear the news. Good economy. They won't hear the news about how great the rest of the country's doing because they live in shit and they can't see beyond the bridge of their own fucking nose. That's why I get frustrated. But anyway, let's move on. I don't want to change it up a little bit before I cut out. Talk to you a little bit about bombing down Poinsettia tonight. Uh, chapter 33 is this evening. Murder for Whore, Part 3. I won't finish the book, the last couple of chapters, until mid-February. I've got to take some time off from it. It's breaking my ass down. That's the hard fucking truth. I mean, it's breaking me down, you know. When I go back and I remember a story, I remember everything, including the feelings that I felt then, you know, and it's fucking... It's amazing what it can do to you psychologically. you got to fucking you limit yourself to that shit. So I've got a couple of chapters to go, but I need a, you know, final chapters are going to be really fucking rough. So I just need, I need a little bit of time from it. If you could give me a mid-February, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, tonight's chapter is on. Chapter 33, okay? Murder for Horror Part 3. We're going any further, though. I want to say, I owe my wife a huge thank you for this. This is a fucking story I've been just setting on for so fucking long, not releasing it. I mean, I have it copywritten. I've had, actually, it's not a properly written book. It was me sitting behind a computer one weekend with 20 bottles of wine and just putting down a collection of thoughts on paper and then copywriting it, you know what I mean? But I I put it in a far better form then, and it's... The point is, I've been sitting on this fucking story, and the audio version was the way to do it without publishers wanting to get a hold of it and change the fucking story. I won't allow it. That's why I say thank you to my beautiful wife. My wife, Trish. Almost 30 years we've been married, and I tell you, I'm as in love with her now as I've always been. And it's because of all that shit. (laughs) Anyway, the point is, I'm... I love you, honey. Thank you for letting me do this. And I want to say thank you to all the folks in the book, too. My dear, lifelong friends, I consider them, including, yeah, Christian, Barrick, Beatrice, my second wife, and her family who are listening over in Denmark, and uh, you're damn right. My friend Michelle on Janine. She doesn't live on Janine anymore, but... (laughs) I won't say where she lives, but I will say, I saw your new house, Mish. Fucking place rocks. I lo- I have one of those Colorado-like kitchens, too. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Now, me and Trish will come out there and visit you. All right. Anyway. Yeah, you know, I, I fucking invite myself everywhere. Don't worry. We'll get a hotel or just stay in the RV. Okay. That's right, fuckers. I'm like Cousin Eddie. I could just show up in your driveway in an RV and I'm staying. 
can't stop being friends with me, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, y'all don't give a shit. Okay. I want to say thanks, guys, for letting me tell this story. I'm going to fucking roll. Y'all burn your shit solid. I'll be back on Friday. Bombing down Poinsettia tonight. 8 p.m. Till then. I can do it. See you, amigos.